I'm Eric Chaber with the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com. This is the second of a two-part interview with Chris Boozy, the Chief Information Security Officer of the State of Minnesota. In the first part, Boozy discussed Minnesota's efforts to shift to a hybrid IT security management approach, as well as how the state addresses securing information assets when the money is tight in a recession. Look for that interview elsewhere on GovInfoSecurity.com. In the coming moments, you'll hear Boozy talk about how Minnesota successfully attracts IT security professionals to its ranks despite higher salaries offered in the private sector, as well as the role state government should play in helping develop national cybersecurity policy. What challenges are you facing in recruiting and training IT security professionals, and what disciplines are most in demand? Well, to date, when we built up the enterprise security program and staffed up centrally, I don't believe that we really had a lot of difficulty attracting and retaining really good people. A lot of the people that we brought into government came into government to know the pay scales may not be as high as a lot of organizations in the private sector. I think one of the things that's important and that I stressed is that we're having an opportunity here to build a massive cybersecurity organization for something that's as important to government. It's a feel-good job for a lot of people that have spent a lot of time in their careers kind of grinding out money for the stockholders. But when you work in government, there's really the feel-good mentality, especially when we're trying to build something from scratch. We had a lot of people that came into our organization that I had convinced to come in here that had done some pretty remarkable things in their career, but that came in here and actually took pay cut to actually be part of our organization. It's interesting when you talk to these folks because a lot of them are saying that, oh my God, we're coming into government and some people that came out of the private sector had comments made that, oh, you're going to kind of take the easy road. And these folks are saying, you know what? It's like, I've never worked on anything more complex and I've never worked more hours and I've never worked harder for the pay scale that we're getting today. I think the people that have joined us have been pretty happy with their career decision today, but that doesn't mean that we have like all of the HR problems solved. One of the issues that we have right now is that we don't have a good HR infrastructure set up for security professionals. In fact, there actually is no security job class in our government HR system. So we've been working now for about six or seven months on a special HR project. We want to create an entire series of positions and job classes for security professionals in government. It's, it's really a piece of the infrastructure that you really need to have there if you're going to be successful. We have contractors on board that are helping us with that. We're also partnering with the federal government through their Essential Body of Knowledge Project with the Federal Department of Homeland Security, trying to incorporate you know, the EBK framework um, into our HR structure. And uh, we're making some pretty good progress. But ultimately, what I want to be able to do is I want to go to the colleges, particularly those that have this for excellence in IT security, and I want to go to the college students, the best and the brightest, and I want to look them in the eye, and I want to say, you know what, we have some really remarkable opportunities here in state government. We have one of the most challenging and complicated security environments that you're ever going to face, and if you come with us, here is what we're going to do for you. Here's the track that we have, and we're going to bring you through three jobs, and by the time you're done, we're going to make you a phenomenal generalist and maybe we'll provide you with X, Y, and Z for training and we'll make you a CISSP. And, and after that, can branch you off into certain specialty areas and here's the things that we're going to do. So we want to have the jobs in place and we want to have a complete career track and we want to couple that with all the training that will be needed to branch people through this environment. So we hope that that we can use this as our marketing mechanism by providing those career opportunities and being able to demonstrate to people what we want to do. 
And of course, our salaries are never going to be what Wells Fargo can pay. We know that. But we think that if we get really good people in our door, we provide them with a good training opportunity, and they get to know government, they learn the passion for government that I have personally, I think that a lot of those really good people are going to want to stay here because it's a really awesome environment, and we have some really cool people, and we do security big time like they probably won't be able to see anywhere else unless they go to a really, really large organization. There's not a lot of organizations that they do vulnerability and threat management across 150,000 endpoints like we do here. That's my passionate answer to a, a pretty simple question. Here's my takeaway of what you just said. You're primarily looking for younger people coming out of school. You specifically said generalists rather than maybe having an expertise. Maybe you're looking to get those bright people who you can then shape into the needs that Minnesota has. As we have attrition in certain areas, we're always going to have to hire experienced people that will slot into certain areas. But I would really like to see us develop where we have a theater program. I personally believe in hiring people that have college degrees, preferably in computer science or MIS from institutions that have a focus on computer security, which we have a couple of these in Minnesota right now. But I really like to see us bring in these really sharp folks right out of college and help them develop and build our programs. Anything else you'd like to add? I'm excited about the things that are happening at the national level, and I think there's tremendous opportunities in what's going on with moving cybersecurity into the office of the president. Looking at the legislation that's out there in Congress right now um, with the Cybersecurity Act of 2009 and the ICE Act and some of these things, one of the things that I really think that we need to do at the state level is we need to help shape that legislation so it's a little more productive for those of us that aren't actually in the federal government. So that's something that I really feel passionate about as well. And I'm pretty active trying to work on those aspects so that there's new opportunities that are available for the federal government. So I have to make sure that Congress understands the importance of state government in securing our national infrastructure and that the kinds of benefits that are available in new legislation also get extended down to the state level. When it comes right down to it, the giant federal programs that are required by the federal government, the lion's share of the work actually happens down at the state. We need to be all part of the same fabric that works together. Thanks for talking with me. I hope uh, everything goes well for you, Eric, and I enjoyed the conversation as well. That's Chris Busey, Chief Information Security Officer of the state of Minnesota. I'm Eric Chavro of GovInfoSecurity.com and the Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.